corners of the world. <laughs> Shoot Brothers are live. Live recording here on XM XM Satellite Radio recently. We signed our big deal. Yeah, right. look out, Howard Stern. We're coming for you. <laughs> look out, Stern. Look out, wherever you are. <laughs> look out, Bubba the Love Sponge, because we're coming for you. Shoot Brothers action. Cameron Osborne. Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Hey now. Hey now. Now we see murder back here. <laughs> this is episode 203 <laughs> of the show. Mike, we could not be any further from 300 uh, than we are currently. You know, kind of one of those things like every, every day we're a little closer to episode 300. Just like every day you're a little closer to death. <laughs> yes. Um, not, not. I, I didn't mean to spook uh, you too much there, you know, because uh, we're we're no, a few days we're a few days past the day of days, Mike. I'm sure you. Uh, I, I'm gonna guess your nieces came by, of course. Uh, yeah, they had a whole uh, Toy Story theme going on. Okay, so yeah. so yeah, who, who who what's the character breakdown here? My brother was Buzz Lightyear. His okay. wife was Woody. Uh, my my oldest niece Clara was Jessie the cowgirl, and mm-hmm. then my other niece was uh, Slinky Dog. <laughs> oh, the, do- <laughs> the dog. How, how'd she how'd she make well, that? Pretty work? much just a dog. Oh, okay, she's, okay. She's only like one and a half, so she doesn't even know what's going on. So pretty much just a dog costume, and I think they put something on the back. Now it would have been fun if the two of them were the Slinky Dog, of course. <laughs> one one in the front, and then kind of a a couple hula, attached hula hoops behind them, leading yeah. up to the second one. <laughs> I think that would have been too hard. Probably, for, uh, especially for the one year old. <laughs> yeah, she can't keep up. The other one's all excited, running to the door. Like she's that. like she's seen Toy Story, but she doesn't know she's seen Toy Story, right? Yeah, she doesn't know what's going on yet. It, she doesn't quite so, know what movies are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she knows what a dog is. She likes dogs, so okay. that's enough for her. That's yeah, that's, that's <laughs> enough. That's all you need. That's all you need to be a slinky dog. It sounds like a sounds 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 like a great group costume. Yeah, did you end up uh, dressing as Orange Cassidy for your work thing? Never did. Decided against it. Super last minute. <laughs> Main reason being, um, I, like I work a I work a dirtier job, and yeah. uh, it would be like flat out I'm bringing a second pair of clothes uh, uh. for one photo, you know, because <laughs> I wouldn't want to get my G and the white shirt. My white shirt would be messy in a fucking second. So uh, yeah. yeah, and so of course, you know, I think I. I Actually, I was the only person at the office that was not in costume. <laughs> um, so there was also there was that, but I think everyone kind of understood. It was like, hey, I'm gonna go lie on the ground and kind of fix something from underneath, or like, well, whatever the case, whatever the case is. So it's okay. It's all good as long as you're, uh, you know, having fun in the spirit. You don't need the costume. I, uh, however, if you, you want to stay in the spirit, though, I was at the Raptors game and saw the and saw the Toronto Raptor change costumes. What felt like every two and a half minutes. <laughs> he would, well, I saw, I saw the clip you posted. You had some fantastic seats there. It the was floor. the row directly before the floor. Yeah. Okay. It was pretty much on the floor. Like. Oh. If, uh... <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I took like it was one step down to the yeah. floor. Like some air balls could have hit you if they went astray. Yeah, if there were like there was I had one particular angle that like there was nobody to stop me except for there was security there or whatever. But you know if there was a chance, <laughs> yeah, an errant pass uh, would have been coming yeah. right for me. 
part of. Uh, remember when Shaq just like jumped into the crowd one time with his momentum carrying? One him? of those types of moments. Well, yeah, the friend that I went with was really worried something like that would happen. Uh, <laughs> they were worried. Yeah, so he was worried, and I'd I was be like, excited, like, oh, I hope someone lands on I was like, why me. are you worried about that? He's like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to look like an idiot on TV, and I'm like, I don't think anyone looks like an idiot in that situation. Like, no, really there's a there's can. a 300 pound man hurling, like jumping at them full speed. Yeah, we it's all okay get if you it. Cower. <laughs> like, we all get it. Everybody acts the same way, but uh, luckily, no, 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 shacked and a fool uh, coming towards us <laughs> at least. And was the was that the night they won by 30 points? Um, I, I don't think it was quite thirty. Last night they won by forty-three. They had a big okay. game. No, they've been night. yeah, they've been they've been having a good week, haven't they? Uh, they have been, yeah. Or maybe just those two games. <laughs> they no, they yeah. Well, they, no, they're playing well. I think they're third in the Eastern Conference right now. If the playoffs were to start today, <laughs> but they That's won't. What you need they won't start for a few. Siakam, more Siakam's months. on a hot streak. He street, is on he? an MVP trail. I don't know if 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 the Raptors finish a top three team <laughs> in the East and he continues to play at the level that he's playing at. There's no reason that he wouldn't. If the MVP be. vote was today. Possibly, <laughs> yeah. Or I think Giannis would win, but <laughs> you know, there's yeah. no reason why. Let Let's picture the MVP discussion as uh, seats at a table. <laughs> he would be invited to sit at that table and yeah. break bread. Hey, that's all you need. And once you're at the table, you never know. You that's never know what hand you'll get dealt. You never know what hand you're going to get dealt. Spill, uh, you know, it's 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 how it's how it works. The the luck of the cards, the pull of the draw. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this is not, however, Mike, a uh, basketball podcast. No, this is a professional wrestling podcast, and we have a lot of shit going down because, of course, we're on Saudi this very weekend, and full gear is the weekend after that, correct? Uh Two weekends. Two after. weekends after that, um, my mistake, and uh, the rest of the wrestling world keeps chugging on. So let's kick off the show the way that we always do, which is by crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. <laughs> it's funny you say that because you are completely right. Last week we blew past. Uh, I was going to mention it during the show. I'm like, maybe he forgot. We don't want to. Well, and, and, and sometimes I do. Uh, we you, cause you sort of throw in the Tweet of the Week champion as it pertains to the to the week. Because sometimes yeah. you know, if there's a if there's a you know something else going on, you don't want to spoil the occasion. And then yeah, yeah. Uh, however, this week it is not the case. We are crowning uh, our new Tweet of the Week champion, now two-time Tweet of the Week champion, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, which is how mm. he's officially listed here on the list. Uh, I don't know if that would ever change to just Dwayne Johnson, just The Rock. I'm not entirely sure. But anyways, he reached out to his uh, Twitter crowd. He's been pretty active lately. Go see Black Adam in theaters. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I heard it's been doing well. Yeah, I'm not sure how it's doing, but I know I, I it got my 15 bucks or whatever. It got me and Jess. It got 30 <laughs> bucks from us. So we did our part. Uh, but this week, he wanted to reach out to his audience and let them know some cool news uh, for the upcoming season of Young Rock, which is a show that I've never seen, but I know kind of what's happening. It's a... Uh, it's kind of like yeah. everybody hates Chris, but with The Rock instead, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I've, I've seen uh, highlights here and there. It looks, looks pretty cool. Highlights here and there where he wanted to let everybody know that he is officially welcoming at Becky Lynch 
to the Young Rock class. Becky Lynch takes on the daunting task of playing the one and only Cindy Lauper. Yeah, I'm I was, curious. I, I mean, I, well, we're not done. We're not done, Mike. The praises sorry, sorry. are not done. I was right there for Becky's audition. We were so impressed of her high level of commitment as an actress. No easy ta- no easy task, but she worked her butt off and crushed it. Um, Mike, this is a, I think this is big for a, possibly a few reasons. Right. Uh, one, you know, Becky Lynch, you know, or, you know, just kind of you're playing an iconic character, whatever it is, with an American, a famous American accent, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I want to I, I just want to see it just to see how she, she how she does it. And the second reason, Mike, we are still waiting for our first um, on, on a large, large scale female performer from wrestler to actor we've seen it in the rock we've we're seeing it in john cena would it not make sense that the one of one of the biggest female draws ever one of the biggest draws ever period yeah uh would be the one to make that logical transition maybe yeah i remember seeing a funny video a while back of like her and Charlotte hanging out and Becky was just doing a pretend American accent and she was pretty good. She's, you know, there was no Irish in her voice when she was doing it. So I'm sure she can do Cindy Lauper. We're still waiting on that. Of course, we have seen Sasha Banks in a few, she's like in a Star Wars show, I think. Uh, I don't watch it, but I I know yeah, she's in it. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, that's correct. Uh, I know she's in it, but you know, necessarily hasn't jumped all the way into acting. You know, do you think a... A 36-year-old Becky with a kid, maybe another one a couple years more down the road, could be the next one to transition to Hollywood? Possibly so. I mean, she's obviously got the passion for it if she's uh, in a show like this. I mean, I know it's wrestling related, but I mean. You got to start somewhere. Even even Cena was in The Marine. Or (laughs) The Rock was in uh, the fucking, what was it? uh, The Scorpion King? Yeah, yeah, that was his first big. Exactly. Everybody has to start somewhere. Uh, congratulations, to both Becky Lynch and uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, our tweet of the week champion. So let's keep busting our way through the week here. Uh, last week, uh, well, it's a normal show for us this week. We'll talk a little bit about Crown Jewel at the very end, but let's kick off this week with a little edition of SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Oh, baby. Uh, yeah, we start off with a match. Tag team action. Ridge Holland, Butch taking on Solo Sokoa and Sami Zayn. So just a nice, fun match to start the show. The crowd loves Sammy. They're chanting his name. Uh, of course, he had the Usos on the outside causing some trouble. And uh, Sheamus is not there after being taken out uh, last week with a chair. But the real reason is because he was getting married, which was fun. Oh, isn't that cute? <laughs> yeah, I saw a bunch of pictures of like him and Cesaro and uh, a bunch of other wrestlers there at the wedding. They all had the, the kilt on. The traditional. Oh yeah, I bet I bet like Drew was there too. I bet. Yeah, Drew. Oh, that's awesome. A bunch of those good old guys. You love seeing uh, it. You love seeing it. You know. Yeah, I saw a nice picture of him and says Claudio doing the old bar pose together. So. Oh, that's cool. In kilt. Love it. Yeah, in kilt. Uh, so, anyways, there uh, the match is going on. Jey Uso gets a little too overzealous. 
because Sammy was playing possum, trying to bait Butch into a moonsault. But Jay didn't realize his plan, so he dragged Sammy out of the ring, thinking he was saving him. And Sammy's just like, what are you doing? And they argue. Solo comes over to mediate. And uh, in the middle of all this, Ridge Holland just plows him down. Sammy goes back in the ring where Butch catches him in a roll-up. Gets a three count. So brawling brutes get the big win here. Get the big win, um, you know, to, to the to the crowd chagrin. Yeah, I mean it's I mean they like these guys, but Sammy's just so over right now. Everyone He's wants too to over him. to take a loss like that. Yeah, so of course him and Jay they're arguing after the match. Everyone's pissed off at Jay. Even Jimmy gets in his brother's face, and uh, that's when the tribal chief Rowan Reigns comes out. He's not happy. But the crowd's happy to see him. Big reception. They're chanting his name as well. And he gets on the mic, says, We got to acknowledge the elephant in the room. You guys want to act like kids? We're going to treat you like kids. So, Sammy J, I want you two to put it all on the table. I want this fixed right now. So, Sammy speaks first, says, I don't get it why Jay doesn't like me. And, you know, we used to get along before I joined the bloodline. And Jimmy and Solo, they're all cool with me. So, what's your problem? I don't know what I did, but I'm sorry. And yeah, he just doesn't want things to be like this anymore. Very selfless, this Sami Zayn. Oh, he, Crowd applauds. He just wants to keep it. the family together. Yeah, he wants to bury the hatchet. He offers a handshake, but Jay refuses. Says, I don't like you. Don't like anything about you. Don't like you being around my family. How you think you're part of the bloodline? You ain't even blood. You never will be. You don't belong here. Nobody in this group likes you. I'm just the realest one to say it out loud. You're a fake ass ooze. So Sammy says, why are you yelling at me, bro? I'm trying to make peace. The tribal chief says he wants peace. Jay says, I don't give a damn what the tribal chief says. And ooh. What a pop. <laughs> oh my God. Bray, Wy Bray Wyatt's return can go suck a dick. This pop was huge. <laughs> it was so unexpected. No, I, oh my God. As soon as I heard him say yeah, that. Yeah, the I, whole crowd was just, oh Nobody shit. has said that in <laughs> fucking two and a half years. Yeah. And I love God. Roman selling it too. Like the whole time his kind of his head was down and as soon as he said that he just perked it up. Popped like, oh, up. Boy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> if the last 2 years has shown us nothing else is that Roman Reigns has great teeth and he's a pretty good actor. <laughs> <laughs> Roman Reigns yeah. has real teeth and he's a great actor. <laughs> <clears throat> so Roman turns around, the crowd's chanting you fucked up. Uh, but good guy Sammy, he tries to intervene just says Roman, "Hey, hey, hey, what Jay said was super messed up, but he didn't mean it." He's not himself right now. Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy. <laughs> Pop of the year. <laughs> the, yeah, this this line just broke everyone in the Every ring. Every single person. <laughs> nobody knew what to do. Like, yeah, they're trying to be serious, but Roman's got a huge smile. He's trying to hide it. Was this Jay scripted? Uso has to like I mean, I don't know, but the the reactions certainly Or do weren't. you think like <laughs> Hunter pulls Sami Zayn aside and goes like, okay, in the middle here, say that you're not very oozy <laughs> and yeah. it it will be it will be funny. <laughs> yeah. They all Either were. way. Someone made yeah. a compilation of this is not the first time that Sami Zayn has done something to make the make <laughs> make, make the rest of the bloodline laugh. I found like some kind of like supercut of it. Uh online yeah, somewhere no. yeah he's the man and uh yeah they're all jay and jimmy they're like covering their mouths trying to hide their laughter and uh 
The crowd is just roaring. They love this. Uh, and Reigns is like, is that it, Jay? The problem? You're not feeling oozy? And again, the crowd cheers, and he says, if you can't find your inner Usi again, I'm going to do something you ain't going to like. Yeah, he tripled I'm down on the fucking <laughs> Usi thing. <clears throat> so he says, I'm going to take away the honorary title from Sammy and make him a full-blown Us. So uh, if you don't figure this out, we're going to change his name to Sammy Uso. And Sammy is just beaming with a smile. He's, just, <gasps> he's a kid on Christmas morning, a kid with yeah. a massive beard. He looks like Santa Claus with his rosy red cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the crowd starts chanting Sammy Uso. And uh, I think this whole thing was just too much fun. Paul Heyman has to wrap it up and just says, the tribal chief has spoken. Catch the chief next week at Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. <laughs> yeah. Take what it on, an awesome take it on Logan Paul this Saturday. This was a, this, this, uh, you know, I think the wrestling community knows that they need to get their shit in order because the shooties are coming up you never have that feeling yeah. where sometimes towards the end of the year especially we start saying to ourselves like they know that they gotta step up their shit <laughs> or else you know they're gonna they're gonna be out of contention for some serious awards and the bloodline Sami Zayn just uh made their stamp saying to themselves oh, yeah. they, this are. is the promo of the year this is it they made they made that statement you know now it's up to yeah, the wrestling they've... community to uh, decide yeah, they're in contentions for quite a few shooties here. So uh, you got two months, rest of the world, to try to figure it out. Exactly. But and then they will. Do not get me wrong. They will. Yeah. Competition is stiff. Stiff. Uh, then we had some more tag action. The New Day taking on the Maximum Male Models. But nobody cares about the models, so thankfully they kept it short. New Day get the easy win. Um, the Maximum Male Models, uh, Monsoor will, of course, be at the show this weekend, probably. Probably. I mean, hopefully this is one of those things that's just a matter of time before Triple H reverses Vince's creation. Let's let them go back to being Mansoor. Yeah, this feels <laughs> like, this feels like the last hangover of all the, th of, maybe? Yeah, it kind of does. Right? I mean, Judgment Day was before, but... It's really hit its strides. I mean, maybe, who knows? Uh, maybe Judgment Day would have hit its stride without Triple H's intervention, you know, and the three of them just needed to get going. Four of them, rather. Yeah, but maybe not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say. But anyways, on to better things. Uh, the SmackDown Women's Champ, Ronda Rousey, comes out. She's got these little lightning bolts painted near her eyes. Kind of cool, but... Uh, yeah, just talks about regaining her title, and she's here to issue an open challenge, which is answered by another returning superstar, Emma. Yeah, that's super. That's super cool. She uh, she quit like right when you and I started doing our thing. I yeah. I only know this person by like name <laughs> and the little gloves. Yeah, when she was, were we around for the Emmalina thing, or was that? Again, yeah, like tail end of the whole gimmick. Tail end yeah. of Emma's Emma being Emma. <laughs> so she's back. She's her old Emma self, uh, getting a title shot here. Looking pretty good. She pulls out the tarantula submission on the ropes there with a nice little throwback to Tajiri. And uh, gets a couple more moves in, but Rhonda eventually shoves Emma into the referee and rakes Emma's eyes. And then this dirty tactic allows her to hit. Piper's Pit, locking the arm bar, gets the win. 
Getting the quick win over the returning superstar. Um, returning to the company. Maybe yeah, on the uh, same show as her boyfriend, Madcap Moss. There so you go. Nice. See? See, Hunter loves keeping people together. Yeah, it was the opposite. Back in the day, Vince used to split couples apart for his own sick reasons. <laughs> his own sick reasons. He's like, ah, you think you're a strong couple? Let's see how you last. Let's see how you last on the road. Yeah. Working a 200 seater in Idaho. <laughs> uh, then we had Legato del Fantasma taking on Hit Row with uh, their special teammate Nakamura. So, uh, yeah. Top Dollar looking pretty good in the match. At one point, he picks up two guys at once, slams them both down, and some nice uh, athleticism when. He like he runs and jumps and stands on the top rope like a lucha libre. And, uh, yeah, top dollar was looking pretty good here. With 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 Shinsuke's help, of course. Yeah, with Shinsuke's help, and uh, Shinsuke was the one who got the final blow, and he hits the Kinsasha, gives him the win. A uh, bit of a surprise. I didn't think Legato. I think this is their first match, and they lost. It's uh, it, it it's also surprising that they uh, we brought. I, I was gonna say we brought Hit Row up. Uh, without a definable leader. Yeah. I, mean, I think. Like, certainly yeah. Swerve Strickland, or what, what was his name before? I Swerve Scott. Swerve Scott, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, he was the dude, right? You know, he was the leader. Because it, it's, it's the exact same setup as Legato, right? A lead, and then two dudes behind him. Yeah, exactly. So. And uh, who, who knows? I don't know who could fill those roles, really. Yeah, I mean, Nakamura doesn't seem like he'd be a long-term. Like, it's fun for a week or two, but he doesn't really fit in with the whole vibe of the group. Yeah, and I don't really know who would. Yeah. So who knows, but uh, they gave him the win here, so they obviously uh, have high hopes for them. But... Yeah, they're yeah they're into something, I guess. Yeah. Good point. Uh, we cut backstage. Paul Heyman's with Roman Reigns, asking him to watch some footage of Logan Paul boxing and... Says, we got to watch out. That one lucky punch. And uh, Reigns just says, wise man. He's had two matches. Uh, but Heyman says, this will be his third match. And Brock Lesnar won the UFC title in his third match. Uh-oh. Don't bring up Brock Lesnar. Don't so. bring up Brock so close. Yeah, he says, he's like, oh, but, 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 not, not that Logan not, Paul is Brock Lesnar. Close, not this close to the Rumble. No. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he, he's, he, he decides to just back off and leave the Chief alone. Good. Uh we move to our next match, Karrion Cross versus Madcap Moss. Uh, Madcap actually doing pretty good in there. Lasts a little while. Gets some good moves in. Had the crowd cheering a bit, but uh, Cross just takes over. Hits the big elbow to the back of the head to get the win. Yeah, this, then, en this ended up being our main event. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. This yeah, the, the last match of the car. Yeah, so uh, then afterwards he just puts Moss in the cross jacket and cuts a quick promo on Drew. For the Saudi match. And then the final segment of the night, Bray Wyatt comes out to a big reaction. The crowd's got their lights glowing. They're chanting Bray. And uh, he just says, hey, guys, it's me. No masks. No mask to hide behind. No smoke and mirrors. Just me and you. This is Bray Wyatt, the real man, the best version of me. And I'm proud to be here today. You know, most of my life I've been out of control. My emotions don't work like most people. I've done some horrible things. Uh, and I may be asked to do those things again in the future. And 
That's when the, the white rabbit, the masked man, appears on the video screen. And he takes off the mask to reveal this weird-looking face. Uh, somebody may or may not be Bray. I've heard it may be Bo Dallas even, but somebody wearing this old man makeup kind of thing going on. Uh, speaking with a weird voice. Uh, yeah, it just says, you'll never be able to hide from me. Your Uncle Howdy. So we, we get a name for this. Uncle Howdy. Pew, pew, pew. Wonder if it's inspired by Captain Howdy from The Exorcist. Maybe. Maybe, <laughs> maybe but uh, yeah. I mean, that could have been Bray under the makeup. I heard rumors it could be his brother, Bo Dallas, do making you, the return. Do you Bo leave? It could be him. I mean, if they end up fighting each other, we need someone to have under that. There <laughs> that has to be. Mask, I, I guess so. there ultimately has to be somebody up there. Yeah, Bray Wyatt comes back. He's like, hey, I fight an imaginary wrestler. Yeah. Wait, it's a hologram. <laughs> uh, but that was SmackDown. Great build with Bray Wyatt, too. Uh, Survivor Series, maybe he has a match. Yeah, they announced he's going to be at Crown Jewel, but not for a fight. Maybe maybe that's when we get the confrontation between him and Uncle Howdy. And Uncle Howdy, yeah. All just, uh, I think just like every single Bray Wyatt thing, right? The build's great. The match falls short. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to wait and see. And I mean, I feel like this is kind of his last... Is his next match or series of matches kind of his last chance to be like, yeah, you can wrestle? You know what I'm saying? Um, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, yeah, like, I feel like we love every single thing that Bray Wyatt does. And then what was the last one? He, he fucking... The whole Seth Rollins Hell in a Cell debacle. Uh, well, that was more the booking's fault. Uh, well, but but how but how you're booked is you know going to determine you know is how is how the no, match I plays know. out. And then what yeah. was the last one? The fucking uh, I think he lost to uh, Goldberg. Yeah, and then wins it again. He, uh, ends up at Braun Roman pins Braun in that triple threat at Payback, so he doesn't get yeah. pinned or whatever. But you 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 know what I'm saying? Yeah. The the match he had against John Cena was pretty good. The, the pre-tape? That was uh, by <laughs> far. That thing was incredible from fucking yeah, head to toe. Probably his best thing ever. Is that uh, is it is that still on the uh the network there? I'm sure I'm sure you can watch it. Yeah, it has to be. It was WrestleMania a couple of years the the COVID WrestleMania. You gotta get me that that network. Yeah, it's a good investment. Yeah, I was gonna ask my uh yeah, I was thinking about asking my my you know parents like you know hey what do you want for Christmas? It's like can I have your Bell account info <laughs> and then I'll give you ten dollars a month. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's really yeah that'd be good. That's, that's all, all you need is once you log in. That's all I gotta do. That's all I gotta do. Um, that was our whole episode of SmackDown though. Bray Wyatt, we got fucking high hopes for you, my man. We always do, but I don't want you now. You know, next thing you know, fucking Alexa Bliss is pinning randy orton or, or whatever <laughs> whatever the hell happened there yeah uh let's move on through the show through the week let's get ourselves over some aw rampage, rampage. rampage. uh kicking off this week in a in a aw world championship eliminator match yeah this new is th uh, this was news I think as the uh, as the show opened up I guess the winner of the whatever this is 
uh, gets a championship opportunity at Winter is Coming. Is that am I correct uh, in that understanding? Well, I mean, no. It was Moxley himself taking on Matt Menard. So I think if Menard beats him, he earns a title shot. Gotcha. Um, Understood. Yeah. I think they're having a separate tournament where the winner gets a shot. That was a separate. Oh, they 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 introduced a couple d- different yeah. themes this week. And they do. Yeah. They they used the this whole title eliminator thing. They've done a bunch, and sometimes it's yeah, it's a little confusing. I, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But the match is Moxley Maynard. Um, in uh, you know Moxley comes out down to the ring as over as ever with the crowd. Yeah. And uh, Daddy Magic Matt, he he does pretty decent in there. He uh, yeah, he tries to steal the. Uh, he starts doing the back the Blackpool stomps to the face at one point, but uh, eventually Moxley just counters, get him gets him in the sleeper hold, and Menard quickly taps out. And uh, yeah, that was pretty much the match. Yeah, quick little match. You know, you gotta throw you gotta throw Moxley on uh, Rampage. I think it would. This was a. Uh, you know, pre-taped. I think next week's episode of Rampage is actually a live show, though. Or I saw one coming up. Is actually live. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But if they if they don't have the quality of matches, it doesn't really make much of a difference. Yeah, it's crazy how sometimes... Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, after that, you had Keith Lee taking on Serpentico. And, uh... Yeah. You know, a pretty short match. Serpentico just runs at Keith Lee. He chops him down. Or he chops Lee. Lee no-sells it. Just picks up Serpentico. Hits the spirit bomb. Gets the win. One of the quickest in AEW. This was this was like 10-second match. I wonder what the record would be. Maybe, uh... Now, Nat- now Natalia's record of... What was it? Shortest wrestling match ever? Uh, Aaliyah got the win. Aaliyah, win sorry, has the record. Uh, is yeah. that Was that just WWE match? Or like WWE women's match, like how many? Uh, <laughs> that was WWE just total. Just total. Wow. So it's so, yeah. but I wonder what the shortest wrestling match was. Now that's the record you want. Yeah, I mean the only way to get under three seconds would have to be like a really quick tap out or knockout. Like it would have to be a you're starting direct. Like bell goes ding ding, punch down, cover yeah. one two three. Like th- or so three seconds is the least amount of time a wrestling match can be. Yeah, I think Aaliyah's was 3.17. Wow. It took her 0.17 to roll up Natalia. So, I mean, that's about, it's pretty, I don't know how much better you can get than that. But, uh, I mean, you know, 3.14 apple uh, pie. (laughs) Why was I born white? No one quite knows why. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, I think afterwards the acclaimed come out. uh, They tell her. Yeah, Tony goes to interview Keith Lee. The acclaimed interrupt. They tell, uh, they say Billy Gunn's missing. They haven't seen Swerve all day, so where is he? And Tony tells acclaimed that Billy had a family emergency. He had to leave. But they're like, what emergency? Where's family? And that's when Swerve appears on the screen. He's got Billy tied up. He pulls out a pair of pliers and just starts torturing Billy with it. So, uh, yeah, the acclaimed run off, and Keith Lee's like, oh, shit, man, I didn't sign up for this. Man, every single week the acclaimer on TV, I'm laughing. Is that just you? Is that just me? It's so no, ridiculous <laughs> that I can't stop laughing. That it's so and like this is on TV. We'll see more of them. We'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah, see, we'll no, see I mean, more the of fans them. Fans love it. 
We'll see more of them on Dynamite, of course. There are they are our tag team champions, and every single time, we'll get we'll 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 get to more of that later. Yeah, but before that, you got Madison Rain taking on Ty Mello, the once promising babyface. Sammy Guevara ruined it all, and I mean it was it was noticeable. This crowd was dead. There was pretty much no reaction. I mean the wrestling was fine, but. No heat behind anything. Yeah, there wasn't any heat. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it was. It was just fucking. Yeah. Okay, you're there. Uh, yeah. So the one big spot, Madison hit a nice uh, little cutter off the middle rope, gets a near fall, but then Ty fights back, hits the Ty KO to get the win. Uh, Sam McVera was ringside, I think, for this one. Yeah, he's always around, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're still yeah, it's mixed too tag bad. champs and whatever. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, too bad. Yeah. Uh, the main event, you had Wardlow defending the TNT title against the recently signed Matt Taven, who uh, was accompanied by Maria and Mike Bennett. The kingdom. The kingdom, yeah, is what they're called. So they're outside the ring causing trouble for Wardlow. And, uh, yeah, so Taven gets some offense in, works over the leg. Uh, last pretty good while, longer than I think anyone would have thought. He longer would. than uh, a lot of these uh, fucking Wardlow big guy, little guy kind of matches. Yeah, like went over ten minutes there, and uh, of course, eventually Wardlow takes over, hits the power bomb, symphony four in a row, gives him the win, so he retains. Uh, but right after Bennett jumps in, uh, him and Taven double team Wardlow until Samoa Joe runs out. Uh, but then Powerhouse Hobbs comes out, and then Brian Cage and the Embassy show up, so it's like five on two. They all beat down the baby faces. Uh, Hobbs picks up the TNT title, and the heels stand tall to end the show. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. Cage. So, Abs. yeah. Um... So what, why are we uh, booking Rampage with people like Matt Taven and Matt Bernard, Serpentico, and we haven't seen Ricky Starks wrestle in a month on TV? Guys like that. Yeah, it's um, it, it, it's it's just so weird that, or I guess they've they've definitely run the numbers, right? They've de- they've definitely run the numbers of cost it would be to make Rampage live. I'm sure they have, right? And they're like, it's just not financially worth it or whatever. But they totally I mean, could, you know. I just feel like make make it make it an important <laughs> show, even if it's well, a, even if it's taped, just still give us better quality. Like or that. Know, it's like each match, there's one good opponent and someone who you know has no chance of winning. Like if you make Rampage better, more people will watch Rampage. Therefore, R- Rampage will do better. You know, it's it, like you know that circle. Is that circle making sense? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's something. I don't know. Rampage is not must view television by any means right now. Of course, you know one thing I do wonder though. You know when it comes to you know WWE signs their stars and then that's their fucking gig, and then AW slightly more flexual mo- fl- sorry like flexible model. I wonder how I wonder how that looks like in terms of those booking decisions, right? You know sometimes uh, there's people who have commitments elsewhere. It's like yo, you know I I just wonder how that kind of works. I mean, a guy like Ricky yeah. Starks is only fucking here in AW. Like, I see what you're saying, but I'm sure there's probably a little more to it than that. Like, I heard he's been wrestling on Dark a bunch, but like, 
he was one of those guys. He was heating up. He was getting really over, and he hasn't wrestled on TV in over a month. Yeah, you know, is it uh maybe it's funny like we 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 say to ourselves like you know Raw is the three hour show and that's a lot of time to fill, SmackDown is the two hour show you know but five hours total feels like a big difference from three hours total, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like both AEW and WWE have mass amounts of stars, mass amounts of star potential and star quality and everything, right? That they those extra two hours makes a big fucking deal. Yeah, it's like they yeah. need rampage. They need rampage to be two hours. They need a two-hour show there <laughs> so they can make it more important. Because like, what can you do in an hour? I mean, you can do a lot, but you know, I think like if we want to see more of these people, we got to get another hour. Because yeah, there's two yeah. show two shows per brand or whatever or per company, but five to three that's a big fucking difference. Mm-hmm. You know, and a better time slot would help too. Not that I watch it live, but the Friday 10 p.m. hour is always going to be a lot harder to get viewers. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one, of course. Uh, being with TNT means that you're with sports. So uh, you got to fucking figure that out. Mm. Figure it out, Tony. Figure shit out. Get that extra hour. Give me two for all I care. Um, <laughs> or else the show won't be good. Let's make our way through the weekend, though. Uh, big things coming up up to our ooh this is our spooky episode of Monday Night Raw let's get raw what that means we're gonna see a pumpkin there's going to be (laughs) orange lights maybe somewhere uh the little banners might have like a bat floating across the top of it (laughs) or uh or a skeleton uh, a skull off to the side yeah i think they changed the the logos and stuff to orange for exactly see folks we get it we understand the we understand we get it so let's kick we off. We get it. We get it. So let's kick off the show. Uh, we open up this week. Bianca Belair making her way to the ring. Who's she taking on? Yeah, taking on taking Nikki on. Cross, the uh, the former almost superhero, the FAS. Yeah. Nikki FAS. <laughs> yeah, she made her big return last week, the maniacal, deranged version. So. Uh... The play with Nikki, play with Nikki. <laughs> I that that was a good get. That was a good gimmick. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll get some more stuff like that. And uh, yeah, she was looking pretty good here. They had a nice competitive match uh, outside the ring. Nikki jumps on Belair's back to choke her. So Bianca just jumps backwards, lands on her with all her weight on the floor. That had to hurt. Uh, and then that's when Dakota Kai, Eel Sky come out to distract the ref so Bailey can attack Bianca. But uh, Nikki doesn't like this, so she just shoves Bailey away, takes out Kai and Sky, and she actually got a Nikki chant going from the crowd because she'll fight anyone. She doesn't care. She is crazy. Uh, crazy. So, but uh, this craziness caused her to lose some focus on Bianca, who picks her up, hits the KOD, gets the win. But immediately after, Damage Control jump in and they all gang up on Bianca until Alexa Bliss and Asuka make their big return after a month or so off uh, selling so that off. injury. Yeah. 
I was going to So, uh, yeah. Yeah, the three baby faces just kind of clear the ring, stand tall, and then afterwards, Asuka and Alexa challenge Damage Control to a tag title match, which we'll get later tonight. Later tonight? Okay. Some title action. Well, uh, shit. Well, shit. Yeah, when were, uh, when were they on TV last? Or, sorry, like uh, Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I think ago, they were maybe? taken out. Yeah, like right before Extreme Rules or whatever, something. Maybe, something yeah, like something, that. something like that. Yeah, who, who was hurt? Do we know? Do we know which one? I don't even know if any of them were actually hurt. I think it might have just been storyline. I get it. Uh, then we were scheduled to have a split-screen sit-down interview between Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, but Lesnar's not there. So Lashley's sitting by himself, just starts cutting a promo, but then Brock, his music hits, he ends up coming right out to the ring. Big reaction for the Beast. Uh, he just says, I didn't come here for no sit-down interview. I came to fight. So Lashley stands up, heads down to the ring. They start swinging. About 30 security guards and members of the roster come out to pull them all apart. Uh, mm-hmm. My favorite was Rat- Matt Riddle. He had like a flip-flop in his hand and his hat trying to like calm try, them down try, with that. So. <laughs> trying to smash him down. Yeah. Uh, then Triple H is there. He's like, these two touch the fights off. I thought that was a Vince rule, so I was all out of sorts. I mean, it's just you know, it's mm-hmm. it's good business. You don't want to you don't want to give away your fight before the pay per view. Of course, why would you? <laughs> so eventually, they pull them pull them all apart. Yeah, after <clears throat> after, after uh, seven, yeah, it's a lot of beef. This a lot of beef. this is what this was. Uh, you know, Vince's dream. Vince's dream was to have <laughs> Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley in a ring together. Yeah. Um, and he get. just couldn't quite pull the trigger. And guess what? Hunter's Hunter's making it happen. Yeah. Uh, then our next match, we had Seth Rollins taking on Austin Theory. And uh crowd just loving Rollins, singing his song, his theme song. And uh, a bit of a new look. He uh, put some blonde in his hair. Some. Not- I mean, it wasn't fully blonde, but like it wasn't it wasn't the half and half like he used to do. It was more like like streaks going down kind of thing. But looks cool. Yeah, it's pretty. He's had blonde in his hair before. He, yeah, he's done it before, and uh, he was pretty much a baby face here in this match. He now was, that you know, ever since that England show with the crowd singing along to his theme, it's kind of gotten a good little kick out audiences. Yeah, so, uh, and this match was pretty good, too, you know? Uh, they go back and forth. Theory goes for a pedigree, but Seth counters him, hits him with the stomp to get the nice win there. Big ol' stomp. And then we got a special appearance from Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, coming out by themselves. No bloodline. Uh, the crowd is chanting, Usi. This thing's already taken this off. This thing, I'm sure there are, they're printing the shirts already, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, so Roman says, don't worry, I got Sammy and Jay out in the world working on becoming more Usy. <laughs> and then uh, just talks about how he's been dominating the whole company the last two years as the champ. Calls himself the greatest of all time. Talks about the upcoming match against Logan Paul. And then Heyman grabs the mic to hype it up a bit, but then The Miz interrupts. He's not looking for trouble. He says, I acknowledge you, my tribal chief, but uh, nobody knows Logan Paul as well as me here in the WWE. And, uh, his right hand 
It's real. He's even got metal in there from surgery from a while back, making it stronger. I guess <laughs> I think thing? I think that was the bit. Yeah. Yeah, like if a fighter has like a plate in his foot and he kicks you, does it actually hit you harder with the metal? I'm sure it would, right? Like, it's metal. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, you know, pitchers have Tommy John surgery and Mm -hmm. improve their arm. Can you get plates just purposely put in to hit harder? A lot lot of players (laughs) get Tommy John like as a precaution, so I don't see why not. Yeah, like a body mod. What if you had like brass knuckles just inserted under your... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like like you know what what what's the boxing commission going to say? You know, this is a part of your body. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so anyways, Miz says I'll help you out with Logan if you help me with Dexter Loomis. But Roman's like fuck off and just hits him with the big Superman punch. Fuck off, Roman pulling <laughs> double duty too. SmackDown and Raw, way to go, Roman. Yeah, I mean you got both belts, you might as well show up once in a while. I didn't think he had it in him. <laughs> Uh, after that, we had Carl Anderson take on Damian Priest. <laughs> uh, yeah, so of course you had Judgment Day and the OC on the outside all fucking around. And uh, at one point, Priest goes for the reckoning, but Carl counters with a backslide and gets the three count. He's pinned Damian Priest. Oh my God. Let's stop. Yeah. Let's stop. <laughs> I mean, hopefully that means the, that he's going yeah, to yeah, yeah, win. The same Damian Priest that didn't have a loss for a fucking full calendar year. Yeah. Remember that Damian so. Priest? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he loses here. Afterwards, the two teams jump in. Big brawl. Rhea Ripley low blows Doc Gallows to save her boy, Dominic. Damn. Yeah. I mean, hopefully... Priest ate the pin here so that he can get the pin on Saturday. That'd be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> or Dominic. Dominic should get the pin, I guess, actually. But no, Damian Priest. He's 40. He doesn't All have right. much time left. <laughs> at least he's going to get like a million bucks for going to Crown Jewel. Uh, hopefully at least. Like, I think Judgment Day is over enough that he could get a little yeah. more. Uh, then you had JBL coming out in his home state of Texas. So he starts off kind of putting over the history of the state and all the legends that came from here, but then he turns quickly into insulting the audience, calls them a bunch of snowflakes, brings out Baron Corbin so he can insult the crowd. And he says, we all know the truth. The truth is, and this is the new thing, anytime you say truth, our truth comes out. (laughs) And it's Halloween, so he's dressed as a cowboy. He's got a little stuffed horse he's riding and yeah, if you are if 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 you are in the WWE universe, do not say the word truth. It's kind of like Beetlejuice, like you say the <laughs> word truth three times, and he's gonna show up. Just what's up? What's <laughs> yeah? Uh, so he's acting silly. Corbin tries to attack him, but Truth counters until JBL gets involved, which allows Corbin to hit the end of days. Yeah, if I can not think, if there's like one person who I would. It, like in, in the dictionary for the word or the phrase out of touch, it would yeah. be a photo of JBL's big fucking suit, his <laughs> dumb fucking hat. Uh, I cannot think of a single person who is more out of touch than yeah. JBL. <clears throat> you, uh, yeah. Calling people snowflakes isn't cool anymore. That's not the thing we call them anymore. So it's kind of like, (laughs) we know you're a mom on Facebook if you call people snowflakes, because the only people who call people snowflakes are moms on Facebook. 
Like that's the, o- the those are the bulk. only circles where those are being, those words are being <laughs> thrown around. Exactly. Yeah, you get and it. Calling people woke. Yeah, woke. 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 No, we nobody says that word anymore. No. Uh, anyways, moving on to our next match, our Halloween special, the trick or street fight, the faithful Halloween tradition here. So Matt Riddle takes on Otis. Uh, he had pumpkins all around the ring. Uh, the guys dressed up. Riddle dresses up as Ezekiel. Great costume. <laughs> yeah, he probably just borrowed the gear. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he's a big boy. Elias. They're both big boys. Yeah, They're both big point. boys. Point. But uh, yeah, Elias as well was at Riddle's side there. And uh, Otis and Gable come out dressed as Chip and Dale dancers doing a parody of the famous Saturday Night Live skit with with Chris Swayze. Farley and <laughs> Swayze and Farley classic classic skit uh, I'm sure a bunch of people in the crowd had no idea what it was I'm sure well yeah is. obviously all the th- all the seven year old girls is still in <laughs> like babyface Bailey gear yeah still waiting for her to turn back <laughs> yeah so uh, anyways match was fun you had Riddle hit a nice floating bro to the floor and this Chippendale costume had Otis feeling a little silly. We got some old school, little babyface stuff. He was doing the hip thrusts. He even did the worm at one point. So crowd was popping big for that. Uh, and then later on, Riddle slams Otis into a chair in the corner. Gable starts interfering. So Elias runs in, hits him with a big knee, which knocks Gabriel off the apron through a table on the floor. And then Elias puts a pumpkin on Otis's head. I uh, was that's what we were all waiting for, Mike. The old yeah. pumpkin on the head. Otis is walking around like hoop de blue. I mean, he's got a he's his head is already the size of a pumpkin. I don't know how they had fit that on. Hey, yeah, that that that, but, that was a pretty big pumpkin to begin with, I bet. Yeah, so they put the pumpkin on his head. Riddle hits an RKO, gets the win. Yeah, gets the RK, bro walking around yeah th- this was our entertaining match we need- <coughs> this was our entertaining match of the night yeah had to do it they uh yeah gotta they gotta use those pumpkins before they go bad so yeah <laughs> that's a good point that is a good point what's up next you had the miz take on mustafa ali pretty solid match uh one point miz tosses ali over the announce table that's when Dexter Loomis shows up, grabs Miz, but he slips away. Security chases Loomis into the crowd. And all this distraction allows Ali to nail Miz with a big super kick. And then the 450 splash. Get the win. Nice win for Ali there. Well, yeah, he certainly needed one. We're going to see him at yeah. Saudi. Is he one? I mean, of course, Sami Zayn's not allowed. But I, I, I'm, I'm too ignorant to know the truth if Mustafa Ali is allowed. Yeah, he was there before. Right. So oh, right. Was that Ali Mansoor? Was that that was the that was the match? Yeah, yeah. They teamed up. Uh, so who knows? Maybe we'll see him there. Mm. <clears throat> then we got a backstage segment uh, hosted by Byron Saxton called WWE Investigates, which is uh, kind of like a sixty minutes type of show here. Interesting, eh? <laughs> So Saxton was talking to Johnny Gargano, who goes over his history with Dexter Loomis, who married into his family on NXT, and the family fell apart, Dexter lost his job, fell on hard times, and as he's talking, they're doing all these reenactments with Johnny dressed up, playing all the characters, and 
uh, he ends up playing a tape recording, or no, yeah, something that reveals Miz paid Dexter to pretend to attack him for the attention. Uh, but then he says Miz stopped paying him, so Loomis' attacks became real. Which, hmm. hmm. I don't know if that's the way the storyline needed to go, but... Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, maybe a little overbooked. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess yeah, just a little overbooked, I think. Gargano came back. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, like I guess we see the shit, right? Like Tony does the same thing, brings in a motherfucker, and then it's like, what do we do? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to get to the match already. It's been it's been enough. Enough of this. I'm well, ready. yeah, I mean, Gargano he debuted at a at our show, which was August. Yeah, so it's been months now with still no match, but hopefully soon. Hopefully. So let's go to the main event of the episode. You had Damage Control defending those women's tag titles against Asuka and Alexa Bliss. Uh, so they got a good amount of time here in the main event. Nice hard-fought bout. Uh, at one point, Io jumps off the top rope, but Asuka catches her midair with a big code breaker. Nice reversal there, but EO kicks out. Asuka gets her on the Asuka lock, but then Bailey starts distracting the ref as EO taps out. But the ref doesn't see it, of course. So Dakota breaks up the submission. Bianca goes after Bailey on the outside, hits her with a crossbody over the barricade. Then they both end up standing on top of a platform, and Bailey hits a big Bailey to Bailey off of it through a table on the floor. So they're both taken out. And then back in the ring, Io goes for the moonsault, but Asuka avoids it, nails Io with a big kick to the head, tags in Alexa, who hits the twisted bliss and gets the three count. And New just tag chance. Just like that. You, re you return? Ah, Jesus Christ, my mic fell off. <laughs> That's how oh, excited love. I was. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just like that. Damage control already uh, already losing. Didn't see that yeah, coming. Yeah, I did not, did not expect that. No. Not a very long reign. Uh, Two I months, mean, I think, maybe? Yeah, maybe, if that. Because, yeah, Aaliyah and Raquel were the ones that won that tournament, so. Oh, yeah, and that, yeah. Was, that was not even too long ago. Yeah, so it's it kind of weird that they would lose <gasps> so soon, but maybe they'll just win the belts right back, or maybe damage control won't be as long-lived as we thought. Or maybe, uh, you know, we'll get to the Crown Jewel card later. Of course, Bianca Belair is taking on Bailey in a last yeah. woman standing match for that Raw Championship. Maybe they're just doing a little bit of a flip. You know? Maybe. Keep, keep the stable <laughs> over. Put the belt on Bailey. Take it off damage control. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they just didn't want them to have all the gold. Exactly, uh, because like, then we'd get, yeah, like then we'd have both factions with all the gold or, you know close yeah. to so either way the surprise title change the fireworks go off as the baby faces celebrate to end the show yeah and what was a pretty good uh if not surprising episode of monday night raw it's time for us to take a break though we're gonna take a break we'll be back uh we have nxt and an episode of dynamite so uh you're not gonna want to miss it stick around yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother, yeah. I was 
going to ask if you've listened to the biggest album of the streaming era. What's the? Uh, no, no, no. What? What is it? <laughs> Midnight. Midnight. I'm assuming you haven't. The new Taylor. The new Taylor Swift album. You say. Yeah, she broke every streaming record. She like all top ten of the top ten Billboard spots. She got the ten of ten. Yeah, ten out of ten. <laughs> and what do you think? Is it uh, deser- deservingly so? Yeah, I like it a lot. It's one of my... It's in the top... I don't know if I'd say it's her best album, but it's in the top top range, top third maybe. She went back... I mean, her last couple, she went back to the acoustic, and now she's back to the synth electronic pop, which is my favorite of hers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like the straight-up bangers. <clears throat> yeah, I'm digging it a lot fan base seems to be enjoying it so that's great nice to have new music for the holiday season (laughs) new non-christmas music for the holiday season (laughs) yeah well i mean yeah since i work in retail a lot i'm gonna be hearing a lot of those christmas songs again that's a good point nice you see this would have been the perfect time (laughs) for taylor swift to release a a christmas album wouldn't you say i mean she has one already i mean i'm sure there's more but i think she already did all the big hits Unless she just writes her own Christmas song, but that's hard. I mean, not everyone can drop a Mariah Carey and just make the uh, the the anthem. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much like the Christmas pop song that wasn't like you know like an old school song. Yeah, no, you might be onto something. You might be onto something. But Mike, this is not <laughs> a Taylor Swift podcast or Mariah Carey. Or Mariah, well, it could, we could, it could become a Mariah Carey podcast. Or Michael Bublé. <laughs> uh, it's not a Bublé podcast, right. no, folks. <laughs> this is yeah. a professional wrestling podcast. Let's move ourselves through the week, the second half of the show. Of course, we're talking about, ooh, a little bit of Halloween Havoc fallout uh, in this week's episode of NXT. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling, so NXT, watch and see, got to tap out a count out of one, two, three, Ah, kind of. I mean, I think that was last week, but we're still falling out from it. Oh, was that last week? Oh, yeah, because it was on the Saturday. Sorry, my, no. I mean, they should have. I lost a week. I lost a week somewhere in in life. (laughs) No, it happens, but uh, we're still, we're still falling out from it because, uh, Open the show with Braun Breaker coming out, cut a promo about everything that happened at the Havoc, and, you know, he puts over the locker room, uh, ends up getting interrupted by Pretty Deadly. Uh, So Braun calls them wankers, and the crowd starts chanting, wanker. Wanker. Which, yeah, is that a PG word? I mean, I know. That is a good point. That is a good point. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if someone looks it up, they might get some some stuff. Yeah, if if a kid's... Uh, had their safe search turned off. Yeah, but uh, anyways, then Wes Lee comes out, tells Pretty Deadly to shut up. And, uh, but he does give them props for having nice hair. Anyways, they exchange words. Braun says, why don't you guys put those tag titles on the line tonight against me and Wes Lee? And then no one said the word truth, but our truth comes out anyways. I, I guess because he's got a match. <laughs> I was, yeah, I guess maybe because he has a match. But uh, yeah. I, I was waiting for someone to say truth. But you're talking about yeah. our truth taking on Grayson <laughs> Waller. Our uh, truth maybe maybe his first time on NXT. I don't know enough information to. Um, 
Yeah, at least of the modern NXT. Uh, he might have been on it back when it was a game show. Oh, back. Okay, yeah. No, you could <laughs> no be right. No one cares about You that. could be right. Uh, but some unfortunate stuff happened as early on, Truth goes for a Topekin hero to the floor, but comes up a bit short, so Waller can't catch him properly, and Truth just lands hard on the floor and immediately grabs at his leg, and uh, doctors, doctors come out, and the whole picture-in-picture picture break was just them checking on him and Waller just walking around in the ring, and yeah, we come back, they declare he's unfit to continue so Grayson Waller gets the win and Truth has to be helped to the back yeah injuries happen injuries happen hopefully he'll be back uh, you know I guess he's been he's been doing the uh, like you know he's on he's on all the live shows so you know the live crowds have been certainly enjoying him we see him here on the main roster yeah I mean at the very least he can still if it's just a leg injury he can still do all his fun little singing and promo stuff yeah you never know just not wrestle for a little while but oh yeah we don't need to see him wrestle <laughs> yeah, not that he, I mean, he's in fantastic shape for a 50-year-old. Oh, my God, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> no, he really is. Uh, anyways, after that, we had a sit-down interview with Schism with the newest member, Ava Rain. And she kind of talks about how back when she was training and got injured, the only person to even reach out and check on her was Joe Gacy. So, uh, you know, her whole life, being who she is, the son of the rock, people have Asked her for things, but Schism accepted her for who she is. And so there you go. That's why she joined the group. Ava Rain. Mm-hmm. I guess because I guess Johnson isn't a, like a catchy <laughs> name for a wrestler uh, to have, like Ava <clears throat> Johnson. Yeah, and I mean, they'll always allude to who she is, so it's not like it's a secret. Jeez. I mean, but none of it's a secret anymore, right? Like, we know all these no, people have yeah, real names <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, yeah. sometimes are or sometimes are not. Uh, you know, that'd be a fun that would be a fun trivia game. Pick all the people who have, like, normal names. Or, sorry, not normal <laughs> names, but, you know, like, Bang Bang kind of names. Cameron Grimes. Ava yeah. Rain. And then you have to guess if they're, re like, uh, completely real, 50% real, or completely fake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, we had Kiana James, the mathematician, taking on Thea Hale. See, Kiana James, real or not? <laughs> <laughs> Fifty, full, completely real, fifty percent real, or not real at all? I'll say fifty percent. You say fifty percent? The answer is uh, none, zero percent. All right, Kayla. Kayla Inlay Klinger Smith. Klinger Smith? Are you telling me that's an awesome <laughs> last name? Well, Kayla's close to Kiana. Kayla, yeah, off. Kayla Kiana close Inlay. That's her middle name. I N A L A Y Inlay. Yeah. And uh, some of them like Alexa Bliss. Her real name's Lexi, so that's kind of close. That 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 counts. That counts. Yeah. If you're yeah. a if you're a Michael and then you go by Mike or whatever that whatever <laughs> well, it is, yeah. you know, I'm like yeah. that's that's enough. That's enough. That that's the exact same thing. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, Kiana James takes on Thea Hale. Thea uh, Hale. Of, <laughs> I'm gonna say that's 100% fake. 100% fake. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah anyways uh yeah she's a member of chase university but uh some news came out that the flag bearer bodie hayward was just released so uh duke hudson ends up coming out taking his role here i guess someone has to 
Someone. I mean, sure. But uh, it doesn't really help. James just dominates a lot of the match and uh, ends up hitting her finisher. She makes the cover, but then Duke Hudson puts Thea's foot on the rope to save her. But Andre Chase doesn't like that. He says, no, we don't cheat around here and chase you. We're academics, so get your ass out of here. Doesn't matter. Kiana just goes and hits her finisher again and makes the pin, gets the win. You know, we did hear that, uh, you know, NXT is certainly a developmental crowd or whatever, you know, but you have to keep getting better. You have to keep proving the reason why you should be on television. And uh, although we haven't seen, I think Bodie Short, who is the other guy who was clearly doing steroids? And that's probably why they kicked him out. Uh, uh, two, two, two stacks? Two, two dimes? Di- two dimes? Was that who it was? And then he showed up on like. He was one. He's think, on AEW. Yeah, like a few <laughs> weeks later, whatever it was. Like he was released, but like very like, oh shit, you're released. This guy yeah. was released after kind of being, you know, this could be the first kind of ever NXT 2.0 or post 2.0 release release name yeah at least i mean not that he was anything major but he was on tv you know maybe maybe the work ethic wasn't there you know what i'm saying yeah uh then afterwards that charlie dempsey guy shows up and attacks andre so duke hudson runs back out to save andre chase Hmm. andre then you had odyssey jones take on javier burnell uh, Javier gets a bit of offense in, but the big man Jones just tosses him all around the ring. Hits the big boss man slam to get the win. Yeah, big boy. Uh, wasn't that over? I didn't, or was? Do you think he was over with the crowd? <coughs> nah. Yeah. No, I think they like Quincy Elliott more. If you want to talk about the big boy, if they if they had to choose, <laughs> yeah, you could be right. Uh, Toxic Attraction come out after this to celebrate Mandy Rose surpassing the one-year mark as women's champion. So they got the ring set up with a fancy couch, uh, waiters with champagne, and yeah, they just put over Mandy for dominating the division for the last year, and Mandy says, not bad for a piece of eye candy, huh? Because that's all that you people, that's all you thought I was for four years, but came here rebuilt myself and it was the greatest decision of my life and with the help of my girls Gigi and jc toxic attraction has risen to the top i've given everyone this in this division a shot at the title and i've stepped on all of them and, uh that's when some smoke starts shooting out in front of the ring and alba fire appears she attacks uh she ends up hitting Gigi with a gory bomb through the table then grabs a microphone, says, next week I take out J.C. Jane, and in two weeks I'm taking that title. Which, Mandy Rose I mean, is you already here, had your chance. Mandy Rose is sitting here uh, at over 370 days. Yeah. She's, uh, yeah, the third longest reigning champion in that title's history. And I don't see her passing Asuka, but she could pass Shayna Baszler for second. She I mean, could. The only, I, don't I mean, think, I think Oscar's in like the 500 day mark, right? Yeah, and she only lost it because she got injured, so she had to relinquish it. But Good point. Uh, yeah, Elba Fire. She's had her chance. She's not the one to beat her. I mean, for me, I mean, it's either got to be Roxanne Perez or Cora Jade. I would think those are their two. Yeah, but Cora Jade's heel. Yeah, and where the? I mean, Tiffany Stratton. Where's she been? They were building up. I guess she's hurt or something. Yeah. She was being built up pretty late. Tiffany Stratton. <laughs> there's, there's, there are a couple options though. You are right. Yeah. 
Uh, then we got some security footage of that mysterious guy, Scripps. Another voicemail playing where they kind of just spray paints, vandalizes the performance center. Right. Right. Scripps. Yeah. Scripps so. with a Y. With a Y, yeah. So we'll see see who this guy is. If it's someone new or someone or, being repackaged. Or woman. Don't say guy. Or a woman, but I'm guessing it's a man. Women can graffiti too, Mike. I know, but the build. As much the as. Build. Okay, the build. <laughs> the physical build of this person. Okay. <laughs> it was, That's all I'm saying. Was it the balding pattern underneath the toque? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, women can go bald too. Wh- women, women can do everything that men can do. Women can wipe up vomit in a high school hallway, just like <laughs> men can. Sure. Uh, then we go to the next match: Indy Hartwell taking on Zoe Starks. Solid match here. Uh, yeah, they go back and forth a while. Zoe hits a cool move. It was like a springboard corkscrew senton into the ring for a near fall there and uh yeah they continue zoe keeps getting frustrated that she can't finish the job and nikita lyons her partner on the outside just has to calm her down at one point she picks up indy ready to power bomb her on the announce table but nikita talks her out of it says you gotta beat her in the ring but i mean you could have still used the table and then just thrown her into the ring so yeah classic move i believe still legal yeah, the announce table's legal. It's part of the environment. Uh, but this hesitation allows Indy to regain control. She hits a big boot and then the elbow to the back of the head. She stole Karrion Cross's finisher, and that gives her the big win. And just like that, you know, maybe Indy Hartwell is the one to dethrone Mandy. I feel like she's closer, and you just got to push her. Yeah, I mean she's 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 good in the ring. Uh, like she has a little yeah, step she, ahead of some of maybe like the newer faces here on NXT. All you got to do is just book her and push her. Book bu- 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 what, push her and book her. <laughs> if that's what they decide to do, if not, uh, they should probably call her up soon because yeah, other than winning the title, there's really not much left for there's her to do. There's nothing for her else to do. Exactly. I think you got to fucking give it to her, and then she can lose to Cora or something in the future. Yeah, that's a possibility. Book it. Uh, Book we it. We got Hunter. a quick, a quick little vignette of uh, T Bar burning his mask. So it looks like we're getting the long-awaited return of Dominic Dijakovic. Dominic and on NXT. Yeah, the place where. Yeah. Give Dominic Dijakovic matches. the fucking belt. <laughs> I mean, he can certainly be a challenger for Braun Breaker. Why the That'd hell be a not? Match a good match he had those bangers with keith lee so we know the guy can go fucking uh, do a swap <laughs> died to nxt breaker to the main roster let's switch it up yeah we'll we'll see uh then we got some more women's action cora j taking on valentina forez forez puts up a pretty good fight uh, I didn't realize how short she was because, I mean, Cora Jade's not that big, but she had like three or four inches on. Barely, on yeah. barely got under the top rope. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the match is okay. Eventually, Cora hits a big DDT to get the win, which is nice to see a regular DDT as a finisher because just it's a, a good move. Just a good old-fashioned DDT. Yeah. Uh, so she gets the win and then goes to inflict some further damage with the kendo stick. But then Wendy Chu runs out to make the save. She, like she, we haven't seen her in a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, but she's still lingering, apparently. 
yeah, she's you know she's fun. She's kind of like the R Truth of the women's division. Kinda, the fun yeah, character. but a little more, a little more of like, huh? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not quite as yeah. Uh, the main event though, pretty deadly, defending those NXT tag titles against Braun Breaker and Wes Lee. Uh. So, yeah, four of your top stars in the division. Literally all of the title holders here in one match. Wow. On the men's side. <clears throat> Love seeing it. Yeah, and the match was we, good. We should have just one belt per fucking brand. There's one men's belt, one women's belt. <laughs> you Fucking go for it. I don't know. I don't know. Call me controversial, Mike. Well, tell that to Tony Khan. He needs to get rid of some belts. Tony, get give some to Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways, yeah, Lee and Braun working well together. Crowds into them, but uh, you know, pretty deadly are the champs for a reason. They can hold their own. At uh, one point, Braun gets in there. He hits. He picks up both of the pretty deadly at the same time for a nice double vertical suplex. This wasn't just a snap suplex. Like he lifted them up and held them for a second. So for over four hundred pounds. Slap. <laughs> uh, then Wesley tags in, climbs to the top rope, but that's when Carmelo Hayes runs out, shoves him down into the ring while the ref's distracted. Pretty deadly roll up Lee with a crucifix and get the pinfall, retain their titles. <clears throat> uh, so Wesley runs after Carmelo. They start fighting, and that's when Von Wagner shows up, attacks Braun, and uh, Von Wagner stands tall. Vaughn Breaker is the most exciting matchup I can think of to happen on NXT. I cannot think of a single more <laughs> intriguing program. Uh, I can, but... Oh, really? What is yeah. it? Too late. I, I told you you couldn't think of it. Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker. <laughs> Too late. Too late, my man. <laughs> Well, you'll get it. You'll get what you want then because it looks like he's next. To yeah, maybe everyone's just going to kind of get their fucking shot, you know, like until there's an actual challenger. Kind of like this, kind of like Roman. It's working with Roman. Like everyone gets a shot until the right set of circumstances lines up for the one dude to fucking take it. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, either way. Uh, we'll get that match sometime soon. We'll get it sometime soon, baby. Whatever their next weekend show is, I'm sure. Let's move across to the very next day. Uh, we're on the road to full gear, and we're rolling right through Baltimore, Maryland, baby. Time for some AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. Too sweet. Uh, first match of the night. Well, I guess let's bring ourselves back to a couple weeks ago. Uh, Jay Lethal attacking Darby Allen, trapping him under a garage door. I don't know if you recall this. That's right. And yeah. I don't know if you've ever been trapped underneath a garage door. You know that little sensor that like usually stops the garage door and then it goes back up. Like yeah. Jay Lethal had, pro I think, has removed that sensor. So <laughs> although Darby Allen's body lies across the back, it, it, the the motor is just pushing down into your midsection. Uh, I had one. <laughs> I had one close on my foot once. That hurt a lot. Really? There was no sensor. I mean, there's a sensor, but it's I like guess a foot off the ground. If your foot is so under to... the sensor, that's a good point. Yeah, that's what happened. So, it hurt Jeez. I'm surprised I didn't break my foot. But yeah, How, and then what was I'm the alive. solution? 
I just yanked my foot out and went, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, it, it, like I said, it can happen to anyone. So uh, we're going to have a match. We're going to have that match this weekend. Darby Allen taking on Jay Lethal. Of course, Jay Lethal and all of his whatever the fuck they're called. Uh, the trust yeah. fund breakers or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Darby Allen coming out with this ridiculous coat where the hood is like three feet long. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this too much. Weird. Glad it was black. <laughs> Way too much hood. Yeah. If there was a white coat. If that, that was a really white bad. coat, that would have <laughs> that would have sparked something. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, like you said, that garage door on the ribs. Uh, Darby's got them all taped up. So Lethal's working over that. And uh, this crowd, this Baltimore crowd is actually pretty split. I was surprised for the amount of guys chanting for lethal. And uh, One great spot. You had the giant Satnam Singh on the outside. Darby goes for a suicide dive, uh, but literally just bounces off the giant. Like, like, a, like hitting a brick wall. <laughs> that was a great, great <laughs> He great just stands day. there like, ah, ha, ha, ha. But yeah, the ref doesn't like it. He says, you can't do that. You can't stand in the way. So he ejects him from the ring. Uh, but while he's busy with all this, someone pretending to be Sting shows up, nails Darby with the baseball bat. Lethal follows up with the lethal injection. That gives him the big win here. Surprising win over uh, over Darby. Yeah, very surprising. Uh, and then the fake Sting gets in the ring, takes off his mask, and it's Cole Carter, the man we mentioned a few minutes ago, formerly two dimes two dimes steroids boy yeah i that's yeah, that's that's my guess he's way too yoked way too fast but uh literally zero reaction from the crowd when he takes off his mask um yeah no one cares i mean i personally the, forget what he looks like and i just yeah, saw the no show idea. i'm like who uh so then the real sting his music hits but he doesn't appear because double j jeff jarrett shows up in the ring j double e r double e double t <laughs> baby yeah so of course he's got his guitar smashes it over darby's head so a rough night for darby and then double j just cuts a quick promo saying sting has become your biggest weakness darby and and then he just proceeds to start tearing into aew and all the fans and typical heel stuff typical heel stuff baby this is WCW all Ooh, over again. That's what's happening here. That big fucking chair shot to the head. Or sorry, not chair shot. Guitar shot. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, they got it like there's like a powder inside that explodes when he hits them. Yeah, there was clearly some flour in there or something like that. Yeah. I remember one time there was a guitar spot and they accidentally bought the wrong kind, like a real guitar and Jake the Snake got smashed over the head. It didn't break, and yeah, it had to hurt real bad. Oh, really? Jesus. <laughs> a non-gimmick guitar, yeah. Like the old, uh, just just like uh, the Hateful Eight. Just like that scene in the Hateful Eight. Yeah, when he smashed a $100,000 guitar. When he smashed a real and antique instead of uh, the whatever. Instead of the prop. The prop. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> oh well, glad I wasn't doing it. Let's uh what's our next action coming up here? We had John Moxley Ooh. taking on Lee Moriarty in another one of these uh title eliminator matches where if Lee wins he gets a title shot, but 
Again, why is Moxie fighting all these bums? We all know we all know the result before the bell even rings. So uh yeah. I mean Leaf, I mean I'll give him credit, he actually hung in there pretty well, but I mean the biggest part of the match that the crowd liked was when Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens just walks in and the crowd was going nuts because they're here in Baltimore and kind of distracted from the match a bit but uh, I, I i completely agree what's lee moriarty doing here maybe i guess i guess the alternative to that like the devil's advocate of that would i guess be so we need moxley to have bangers every single week is that what we need like roman doesn't wrestle every, like, so roman doesn't wrestle every week right hardly wrestles at all so would you rather see your champion not wrestle at all and only wrestle in big matches or wrestle every week but you know he's always going to win I'd rather him not face Lee Moriarty. So you'd rather he wrestle every single week, but Roman can totally no, not wrestle. Roman can totally just not wrestle, and that's cool. No, I'm saying I wish Moxley would do that as well. Oh, you want Moxley to also not wrestle? I mean, if it's gonna be against these bums, well, yeah, you have to not, choose. Why not fight like a Dante Martin? So it'd be fun. yeah, you have to choose. No, Moxley versus bums or Moxley versus no one. Moxley versus no one. See, there you go. That's how you book a show. The MJF, the MJF factor. He fights like once every two months. Yes. <laughs> right. He gets he's, so every he, match feels special. He gets paid like four hundred thousand dollars a fight. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so of course we all know the result. Moxley gets the win. Afterwards, Ethan Page runs out, knocks Moxley down with a big boot. Yeah, big old fucking uh, what? What the firm? That's what they're called, right? Yeah, Stokely and the Boys. It's their band name. Stokely uh, and the Boys. W. Morrissey. <laughs> uh, then we had Renee Paquette all set for a sit-down interview with uh, Soraya and Britt Baker, but Britt no-showed. So uh, we just have a chat with Soraya. Renee says you had your severe spinal injury five years ago, forced you to retire. But now you're here in AEW. Are you clear to compete? And she just says, well, Renee, there's one more doctor I want to consult with next week. Referring, of course, to Dr. Britt Baker. So do we think this is coming up at full gear? Soraya I would imagine. On, uh, I would think so. Soraya I mean, I don't think they would the tease doctor. it if they're not going to do it. That's a good point. Right? That is a good point. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, then the acclaimed cut out because it's Billy Gunn's birthday. So we're having a celebration. The crowd's all singing Scissor Me Daddy. Uh, Billy's got his hands taped up after Swerve's little attack from last the week. The attack on the fingers. How is he going to scissor? Exactly. So the acclaimed, they reveal the brand new foam scissor hands and we on were, sale now. You and I were told, we called this, right? Didn't we totally yeah. had said at the show they need foam fingers? Or maybe we said yeah. it beforehand. Yeah, we definitely said it. Uh, so that's what he can use now instead of his real fingers. They put it on. Uh, then they go into the crowd. They grab a scissor sign, give it to Billy, and uh, they present him with a world's greatest dad trophy. And they say we had some special guests planned, but they were upset you didn't go to the reunion. So a little DX reference there. Uh, and then the big finale, they pull out an official certificate of adoption for Billy Gunn. So if he signs, he becomes the legit father of the acclaimed. <laughs> I've never seen such an official document before. 
Yeah. I, I mean, didn't know I you guess. were allowed to do that like after the age of 18. Like I know there's I like, things, like say, emancipating like, adop- and stuff. <laughs> can you adopt at any age? I, I don't know. I well, guess so. Sure. Like, like Mike, if I wanted to make you legally my father, like what's stopping <laughs> that relationship? Sure. I'm sure we could find a way to do that. Like, I'm sure there's uh, some kind of paper that you can, you know, fill some kind of form you can fill out. Yeah. But there may be some legal hoops because maybe there's like certain things that would make it hard. Like if you're trying to get benefits out of my thing, I don't know. I, I mean, all, all good. Get on my all good plan. Qu- yeah, maybe it has something to do with like healthcare. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. really like, yo, you're our dad, so we're on your plan. <laughs> yeah. When you die, your pension goes to us. Exactly. Oh yeah, the financial compensation alone. <laughs> That's a good point, Mike. See, there's a lot of uh, a lot of things, a lot of factors. Uh, but then his real sons, the ass boys, come out and they're like, what the hell is this? And they cause a distraction for W. Morrissey to come out, attack Billy and the acclaimed uh, until FTR run out to make the save. And then FTR, they pick up the tag titles, hold them for a second and then hand them back to the acclaimed. So, but they, they, you know, we all we're all thinking it. You know, this segment, this segment was a little too long for me. Uh, yeah, but it just had me fucking laughing the whole time. Like the fact that, well, so first of all, the acclaim being over is so fun. Mm-hmm. Possibly the most fun we've had with these AEW tag titles. Maybe I mean, yeah. <clears throat> uh, you know, all uh, so many of the tag team reigns have been great. Of course, we're talking, you know, Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page and. The Bucks and everything like that, but this is the first and Lucha, Lucha Brothers, of course. This is the first like fun rain. Yeah, just a bit of silliness in there. And this is the rain for the fans. Yeah, the fans love it. That's the best part. It's not like they're forcing this down our throats or anything. It's it's all occur- occurred naturally. So and they yeah, just have me ride the, ride the wave. And the fact that Scissor Me Daddy is a fucking thing that's on a T-shirt. <laughs> it's just crazy yeah. to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Everyone's enjoying it for now, so might as well ride it out for a bit. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll, we, we will get these things over to FTR. Uh, but let's enjoy the ride while we're here, right? Yeah, as long as FTR doesn't lose any of those other titles beforehand. We I don't think so. We need the four belts. We need the four belts at once. Well, I guess, like, Tony owns... Out of the four, Tony owns two, so he can kind of control those. <laughs> yeah, uh, AAA doesn't give a shit about AAA any of doesn't. AAA is <laughs> just kind of following our lead, and New Japan, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess they don't. I mean, I guess the tag titles aren't as big of a deal over there as the uh, the singles ones, so they're like, whatever. And FTR still goes to Japan, so they can fight. They can go to Wrestle Kingdom and shit. Yeah, I'm sure they so. still do their commitments. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, then we go to Chris Jericho, set to defend his Ring of Honor World Championship against a mystery former champion. Uh, Jericho says, I don't care who it is, I'll even whip Lamar Jackson's ass. But, uh, no, the actual challenger is none other, none other than Colt Cabana. Boom, boom. <laughs> the match that lit the fuse that blew up CM Punk, uh, his mortal enemy. <laughs> making his first appearance his mortal enemy <laughs> one-sided rivalry i don't think cabana gives a shit but uh yeah his first appearance on dynamite in a long time and the crowd gave him a nice pop i think everyone knows the the story and 
most of us have sided against CM Punk, so big chance of welcome back. And yeah, he's just a you know just a fun guy. He uh, he brings the fight to Jericho. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, a bit of an awkward spot at one point when he picks him up on his shoulders on the top rope, and they kind of lose balance and just both fall to the floor. But everyone appears to be okay. So uh, we continue. Cabana he does his little Superman pin where he jumps into it, but. Jake Hager on the outside yanks his arm to break it up. So Colt goes after him with a big springboard moonsault. Uh, gets back in the ring. And then Jericho hits him with a code breaker and gets the win. I can't remember Jericho winning with the code breaker since he started doing the Judas effect. Uh, yeah, certainly winning. It's like, it's like he pulls one out in every match and then it's always that near fall pin. Who yeah. knows, right? Maybe it's, that's... It's like the deep six. It never wins, but... but... <laughs> Oh, Baron Corbin, you son of a bitch. You (laughs) son of a bitch. Uh, Next up, uh, another match of the night. Man, a lot of matches going on tonight. Uh, A lot of title matches. A lot of title matches. That is true. Orange Cassidy defending his All-Atlantic Championship, taking on Luchasaurus, Ray Phoenix. Of course, Christian Cage is never too far away. Yeah, but uh, this was fun. You know, three different styles going at it here. Uh, Luchasaurus chokeslams Phoenix through a table onto the championship belt. <gasps> and then him and Cassidy fight up the ramp. Luchasaurus is ready to chokeslam Cassidy off the stage. <gasps> Excuse me, but that's when Jungle Boy Jack Perry shows up, nails Luchasaurus in the back with a chair. It's all legal here in a triple threat match, so gives him a couple more chair shots, then hits a big running crossbody to Luchasaurus. They both fall off the stage through a table on the floor. So, Luchasaurus is out of the match. Uh, back at ringside. Pack. He goes to give Ray Phoenix the hammer. Phoenix takes it and throws it down. He wants no part of being a bastard. He doesn't want to fight dirty. So, uh, But it costs him as he walks right into an orange punch. And Cassidy gets the win. Retains his title. Pack. God damn it. The bastard. The bastard. And... Yeah, immediately after, Pac jumps in, starts beating Orange Cassidy down, grabs the hammer to do more damage, but that's when Shibata shows up here from New Japan Pro Wrestling. And he comes out, he backs Pac away, and then he points at Orange Cassidy's title. And Orange Cassidy had a contract right there, so he hands it to him and he signs it, so he's getting a title shot on Rampage. That's pretty easy. (laughs) Yeah, just like that. Just like that, apparently. Cassidy, he's a fighting champion. I like it. Yeah, well, somebody has somebody has to be around here. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's been elevating this All Atlantic title. So it is having it on TV. It, it is this coming uh, rampage is the live show. So I guess that's what. Yeah, they wanted to book a big match for that and Shibata. There you go. That certainly is one. Then we had another title match, the TBS title. Jade Cargill defends against Marina Shafir, who I don't know why she gets another title shot. but Because Marina's great. Nobody gets it. That's why. I mean, she's okay. Hey! But... <laughs> uh, in the middle of the match, wasn't much of a match. Nyla Rose comes out, just starts talking shit. She's still wearing that stolen TBS title. and doesn't matter. Cargill still gets the win, hits the jaded, retains her belt that she doesn't own right now 
Uh, yeah, making Jade Cargill forty-one and zero. I think that's what I saw. There you go. Which I guess is impressive, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the best winning percent. I think Hook's still undefeated, but he's like seventeen and zero. So wow, got some catching up to do. Oh, so is, like so is uh, is Hook the male Jade Cargill? <laughs> kind of, I guess. Kinda. They're both. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, then we had this vignette for House of Black, where uh, Julia Hart is kind of having a funeral for all the members and uh but then there's like this resurrection at the end so a good sign for possible return of malachi black after rumors of him asking for his release but maybe just needed a little break yeah just needed some time off right sometimes that's what people need right yeah god yeah yeah, but i i certainly think if you're using somebody's if you're using new footage of somebody it's certainly because they're coming back i.e yeah i.e the elite i.e house of black and i you know both teams could throw themselves right into this trio's competition yeah i mean they were two of two of your big groups uh kind of when this whole thing started so yeah we need we need some more contenders for those belts yeah let's get them back the main event for this episode, you had Samoa Joe defending his Ring of Honor television title against Brian Cage. So a lot of beef in this match. A lot of beef over here. <laughs> uh, but, you know, both men can move pretty quick for their size. So we get a nice, fast-paced, competitive match. Uh, Cage hits a big Topekin hero, and then a bit later hits a nice, a unique, he does like a 180 elbow drop off the top rope. Uh, and then a scary looking move where he hits Joe with this pump handle slam, but like flips him around midair, nearly drops Joe on his head. But he was fine. It was all according to plan. Yeah, it was a little close, but uh, who knows? It's a lot of beef, a lot of age here too. Yeah, fine age, triple A beef. But uh, Samoa Joe fights back, eventually locks in that Coquina clutch, and Brian Cage is forced to tap out, so Joe retains. But then right after the embassy, they all come running out. Uh, They attack Joe, so Wardlow comes out to save his buddy, but then powerhouse Hobbs shows up, hits Wardlow with a big spine buster. Hobbs picks up the TNT title, stands tall. So both Rampage and Dynamite end with Hobbs. We end with show. Hobbs' big old fucking slobber knocker. Yeah, so uh, that's that could be a fun TNT title match. Yeah, that's interesting. It's also kind of funny, you know, like you had just said, you're missing Ricky Starks. Well, Powerhouse Hobbs is getting the t- getting the TV time. Everybody can't have the fucking time. No, but uh, certain people. I mean, I don't need to see Matt Taven. <laughs> that's fair anyway. that is fair that was also um all of our weekly wrestling action mike let's quickly uh we got crown jewel coming up this saturday probably midday because of course it's a saudi show um a lot of matches on the card what are you most excited for here uh oc judgment day i'm very much so looking forward to seeing carl anderson and luke gallows yeah, hopefully eat the pin. Judgment Day get the win. Fucking hopefully. Steel Cage match. Drew McIntyre taking on Karrion Cross. Uh more beef. 
Yeah, that one could go either way. I'm sure you got the Scarlet Wild card there, so I think I lean a bit towards. I hope if there's a. I hope if there's a fireball, it looks a little better. That's all I hope. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a botch last time. Uh, Braun Omos. That's a lot of beef. Yeah, that'll be. I mean, yeah, that's just a spectacle match, just to see. I feel like this is our this is our countout match. I heard Braun Strowman. He's got high hopes. He compared this match to Hogan versus Andre the Fuck, Giant. Fucking easy there, bud. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I feel like even so, that match was just one move that is now at the beginning of the fucking WWE Network <laughs> logo loop. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, if Braun slams Omos, it'll get a pop. Yeah, well, of course it would. Now. Of course it would. Uh, Uso yeah. is taking on Brawling Brutes for the Undisputed Tag Champs. Yeah, that has potential to be the show stealer. That's just going to be an awesome This could be, match. just because I think the Brawling Brutes have been on this fucking roll lately. It's almost yeah. too hard to uh, deny them. Yeah, don't think they'll win, but they'll put up a great fight. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss Asuka taking on Damage Control, like we said before, that women's tag championship up for grabs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, didn't expect the title change, but, I mean, maybe they'll do it again and just flip them back, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll yeah. see what happens. Kind of hard to say. Um, we have uh, the beefiest match of them all. Brock Lesnar taking on Bobby Lashley <laughs> in a yeah. Vince McMahon jizz fest match. That's the step. <laughs> Should be good, though. Should be a good match. Yeah, probably. You know, I suspect Brock Lesnar to get the win, but I really hope it is all of those things that we've expected or just kind of hoped from what it could be. Yeah, Bobby Lashley can probably kick out of one F5 just to have some hope make it interesting yeah 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 uh bianca belair taking on bailey in a last women's standing match uh sure let's give it to bailey why the hell not yeah i mean the stip opens up room for lots of weaponry and interference from damage control so if they want to take it off bianca that's one way to do it uh yeah i mean damage control needs the win i guess too so we'll see and of course, our main event, Roman Reigns, accompanied by the bloodline, except for Sami Zayn, taking on <laughs> Logan Paul. Jake Paul, I also heard, will be in attendance. Uh, yeah. Looking for, honestly, just kind of like, I've, I've, I feel Roman's going to get the win. I think we can all agree. But <laughs> I'm just kind of looking forward to seeing if this can be another fun Logan Paul match. He's two for two. Yeah, I think they'll have a good match. It'll be fun. I think at one point he'll hit a big punch and knock Rowan down, and everyone will go "whoa," but he won't actually win off the punch. But of course, he'll have not. his moment. Yeah, I think, but and and you know, we might get some kind of bigger athletic move. Also, uh, you know, Logan Paul showed he's he's a fucking athlete. He's shown to us what he can do. Maybe we can just see more of it. Yeah, he could pull out like a four fifty splash or something cool. Exactly. Big ol' fucking, uh, big ol' phenomenal forearm with big AJ style leg opening. You know, that big, like, oh, <laughs> uh, big stretch. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to it. I think, you know, top down, uh, we, we still have an episode of SmackDown to go, but if, if this is the card, I think this is a fantastic time. Yeah, I think the SmackDown's already been taped, so. Uh, oh, good point. This is probably the final card. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Should be a fun, fun afternoon of wrestling. Uh, it should be a fun afternoon of wrestling. We have one more thing for you here on the show, and that is to give you a wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. The wrestler of the 
Mike, what you got? Well, I got to give it to the man who gave me the most enjoyment of the week. Uh, the crowd loved it. Everyone loved it. It was one of the promos of the year, like you said. Sammy Zayn for being so oozy. He's the man right now. Uh, yeah, man. Everything this guy does is gold. Yeah, it really is a shame that he cannot be there at the Crown Jewel show to support the rest of the bloodline. I'm sure that is not something that will come up in conversation, you know, in kind of promos or whatever. That's not going to be something like, man, Sammy wasn't that Crown Jewel for you. Like, you know. Yeah. Because we all <laughs> we all fucking get it. Uh, Sammy Zayn's loving his life right now. I hope Sammy Zayn gets the Saudi payout, even though he's not going. You know, it's kind of like an unofficial company bonus. Yeah, you know, Roman and them, they should just give him a little kickback, chip in. Exactly, just the littlest bit. Take a cut. Yeah, you get 10%. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give my wrestler of the week this week to, uh, we just saw him in our main event of Dynamite, Samoa Joe. Uh, we ha- we don't get to- we you know injuries have plagued us for years when it comes to Samoa Joe right and sometimes it's a quick squash match at Mania over Rey Mysterio and then it's oh he hurt himself during that match and then he comes back six <laughs> months later and then he's on commentary and then he's in yeah. another match and he hurts himself and then he was an NXT yeah. champ and then he hurts himself and Samoa <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe's history I get it he's like four he's a big fucking boy and he's like 40 years old I totally get it um, it was so great to see him now in uh, in, a, in a main event of a show you know taking on a lot of beef he is a champion in his own right this world TV champion uh, mm-hmm. it, it was great to see. It was great to see, you know? Yeah, good to see him get through a match, not get hurt. <laughs> well, wait <laughs> for the looking. fuck, wait for Meltzer to say something tomorrow. <laughs> Fucking Smojo out seven yeah. months. Uh, I mean, he's had this title for a few months now, so he's doing okay. He's doing just fine. Smojo is doing just yeah. fine. And that's all the time we have at the show. Thanks for listening. Rate, video, subscribe shows everywhere. Uh, and be sure to watch Crown Jewel. This weekend, we'll be back next week uh, to cover all the fallout and uh, maybe some of the, uh, the the surprises. Yeah, you never know. Those those Saudi princes love their legends, so they might have someone special guest. I show hope up. Yokozuna comes back like he did at the Greatest <laughs> Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah, from the grave. From the grave. Uh, that's all the time we have for the show. Thanks for listening, folks. Mike, take care of yourself. All right. Enjoy your week. Shoot.